You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Let's open our Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 5. We'll be reading from 538 to 42. Chapter 5, 38 to 42. Uh, let's uh, read the scripture. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take you to your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you so much because we believe that your Holy Spirit is here to help us understand your word. And we pray that you will change us and transform us so that people can see Jesus Christ in us. Lord, we pray for an insight. We pray for illumination. We pray, God, that you will reveal yourself, Lord, continually to us through your word. And we pray, God, that we will not leave this room unchanged. Once more, Lord, we entrust everything to you. We lift up, Lord God, everything that we are going to do for this day. Make this time a fruitful time for every one of us so that, Lord, we will see Christ in every pages of the Scripture. Thank you so much. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, we have talked about, of course, anger. Pinag-usapan po natin yung galit. Okay? Tapos sa pag-usapan rin po natin tungkol sa adultery, of course, and we understand that uh, there is a time to get angry. Yung, angry po, yung anger po na ito, of course, is you can get anger, angry at sin, but not at a person. At the same time, we talk about adultery na dapat po, you have to be, of course, you have to watch yourself that you will not fall into uh, sexual temptation or lust. Okay? Because once uh, something happens to you, then it will affect, of course, your marriage. We also talk about unfaithfulness, being faithful, of course, to your spouse. And if you are a single person, prepare for that as well because someday you will get married soon and you will have to also be faithful, of course, to your spouse. We also talk about lying. Because uh, we understand that the father of lies is none other than Satan himself. So we should not reflect, of course, his nature because we are the children of the Lord. We are called by God and we have to reflect his truth as well in our lives. But today we're going to talk about something different because we're going to talk about retaliation. Retaliation in the sense that, you know, um, avenging or something like uh, you want to take revenge against someone. And speaking about retaliation, I understand that a lot of people today somehow wanted to revenge. Not explicit, but probably implicit or subtle. Okay? Medyo subtle ang dating ng revenge nila. Maaaring sabihin natin na hindi naman ako ano, pumapatay ng tao, pastor. Talagang ano yung pagka, I don't get mad, I, get, I just get even. Okay? Parang ganun dating. So however, of course, very subtle ang dating. Like for example, there's a guy that uh, went into a fast food restaurant and then ang ginawa niya ay uh, ano, umorder siya ng pagkain and it so happened that the uh, that the guy from the counter gave, gave this person only one napkin. So yung one napkin na yun, syempre nagkasya sa isang one napkin na yun hanggang sa eventually sabi niya, uh, ano, dinimanda niya yung, ano, yung fast food restaurant na yun. Dinimanda niya kasi bakit raw isang napkin lang binigay. So ang sabi niya sa lawyer niya, ano eh, uh, biro yung isang napkin lang binigay sa akin, eh, ang dumi-dumi ng lamesa ko, I mean, tapos at the same time, hindi ko alam kung ang gagamitin ko yung t-shirt ko para panlinis o yung isang napkin na to. So, dinimanda ko. So, kumuha siya ng isang lawyer, dinimanda niya. At humihingi siya ng $1.5 million na Daniels doon sa fast food restaurant na yun. Kaya nga, doon sa restaurant na yun, talagang as in, you know, he wanted to sue. 
Now, siguro kung ano lahat tayo, pagbibigyan natin yung ating mga sarili, I mean, kaya natin magdemanda sa lahat ng mga restaurant. Kung pag umuuga-uga lang yung, yung, ano, yung, yung mesa, ididemanda mo na agad. Mo, kasi ano eh, nahilo kasi ako eh. Okay? Dapat hindi nangyari ito sa akin eh. Ididemanda ko kayo. Okay? So lahat, gagawa na tayo ng paraan. Okay? And again, this is like a revenge already. And I believe that you know, many people does that. And I would say that people, many are saying that people in the West or the Western country is a litigious country because they, they really wanted to uh, do this out of you know, money because uh, they are getting a lot. Okay, uh, especially every litigation. In First uh, Peter chapter two eleven, it says here we are reminded by Peter that you know, beloved, I urge you as sojourners, meaning as strangers in the land, as exiles, to abstain, to abstain, to stop, okay, from the passions of the flesh. The passions talks about, of course, of longing or desire, because there's a longing and a desire in our, you know, in our in the flesh that you really wanted to give in. You wanted to give in to something. Gusto mong pagbigyan yung ano mo eh, yung mismong laman mo, yung pita ng laman na tinatawag. Which wage war against your soul? Which wage war against your intellect? Which wage war against your emotion? Which wage war against your will? And this will really be an everyday battle. Whenever we, uh, I mean, we wake up in the morning, every day is a battle for a believer. If you are not in a battle, if you are not in a struggle, then I don't think that you are a believer in the Lord. Ang alam ko sa lahat ng Kristiyano ay talagang merong struggle na nangyayari sa iyo every day. Yung gusto mo uh, nagawin, hindi mo minsan magawa. Pero yung ayaw mong gawin, hindi mo magawa. Okay? Kaya nga uh, it's a struggle really. Ayaw mo magalit pero kaso nga lang na, nagagalit ka minsan. Ayaw mong gawin yung isang bagay na hindi tama pero minsan nagagawa mo yung mga maling bagay na yon. And again, this is really a battle for every one of us. We are in a battle. And that's why I would say that you have to really wage war against it. And speaking about the retaliation as well, retaliation or revenge is also a battle that we need to overcome because a lot of people today are into this kind of character or I would say practice as well, that they wanted to retaliate, retaliation. There's a lot of, I, I, I checked the synonym of the word retaliation along with the English and Tagalog. So there's a lot of synonym for this. There's the revenge, avenge, a taste of someone's own medicine, payback, a tooth for tooth, an eye for an eye, tit for tat. You'll regret that. Vengeance, mahikita mo. Hindi mo kilala kung sino kausap mo. May araw ka din. Lintik lang walang ganti. Tingnan natin. Yari ka sa akin. Itumba na yan. So a lot of things. Okay? There's a lot. Okay? The form of revenge. Baga, para bang sinasaya mo, uh, ito yung parang gusto mong gumanti sa tao. Because why? Because you were, ano eh, nasakta na ego mo eh. And minsan, ginagawa pa natin Christian ang dating. Alam mo yung kinikristianize natin retaliation? Lord, kunin mo na siya. Okay, para gusto natin gawing Christianize. Okay, no? Lord, kunin mo na siya, Lord. Pero actually, gusto mong gumante. Pero gusto mong, you know, pumunta na siya kay Lord. And again, we understand that the Lord knows our heart. The Lord can see our heart. And alam ng Panginoon kung talagang gusto mo talagang gumante. Kasi dahil sa, ano eh, basa niyang puso mo eh. Sinasabi mo lang sa panlabas, parang nakangiti ka, pero deep inside your heart, parang gusto mo na siyang, you know, saktan. And I would say that this is the, this is the thing that we need to, of course, correct in ourselves. And speaking about this, probably, I was thinking that uh, we are being desensitized by a lot of things in this world right now. Because in our world, there's a lot of, like, for example, medias and movies that uh, we watch and at the same time here, okay, with regards to movies as well, that it, it, uh, you know, it tends to desensitize our, our, our feelings and our emotion. This talks about revenge. This talks about, of course, of retaliation. Once uh, a person does this to you, then, you know, you will have to fight back. So talagang asin gaganti ka. 
Yun ang problema eh. Kaya minsan parang, ano nangyari, akala mo okay to, pero yung pala, deep inside your heart, it's already there. Hindi nga lang ganito kagrabe, pero you have your own way of getting even to that person. Kapag ka-office mate mo siya, kapag halimbawang kapatid mo, o kaya kapag halimbawang kaklase mo, or probably ka mag-anak mo, so there is a way of getting even. And again, the question is, what kind of spirit do we have? That's why I would like to submit to you that um, we, we, there is a spiritual benefit of not retaliating. So what are this? The benefits of not retaliating. Dapat wag tayong gumante. First is that you are reminded to respect the laws of the land. Now, do not revenge, do not retaliate because we have a law. Now, sasabihin natin, eh, Pastor, ang, hindi naman natin mapagkatiwalaan minsan yung ibang mga ano, eh, authorities kasi dahil ito yung ginagawa nila. Then, so let, let them be because the Lord has a way of exposing, you know, the evil things in this world. Meron namang, meron namang ways si Lord para i-expose yung mga kamalian ng mga tao at kamalian ng kusino man ang nakaupo sa otoridad and let the Lord do that. But as long as we still follow the law, we still follow, of course, you know, the rules and the regulations. So let's just observe the law of the land. And speaking of this as well, I got this from Matthew uh, chapter 5.38 that says, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Now, when Jesus Christ quoted this, He quoted it from, of course, from the Old Testament. But however, in the Old Testament, prior to this, sa mga Old Testament, nakuha na nila ito sa mga law before. Uh, an archaeologist, when he was digging in the country of Iran, in uh, the former Persia, and this is the law of Hammurabi. This is the second uh, extinct law that they found out. And it was uh, written in cuneiform writings. And it was dated almost 18th century BCE, that is before Christ. And it has all the kinds of laws, like economic provisions that talks about prices, tariffs, trade, and commerce. Family law that talks about marriage and divorce, and as well as criminal law, like assault or theft. And civil law that talks about slavery and death. Yun nga lang, hindi siya pabor, no? hindi siya equal minsan. Kasi nangyari, yung law na to, pagkalimbawang ano, uh, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, and sometimes kapag halimbawang ang nagawan uh, mo ng masama ay isang, uh, let's say, mekaya o mayaman, then an eye, hindi kukuni yung mata niya, hindi physical ang dating, but a wealthy person must only pay the commoner. Pero pag ang commoner ang, ang nakagawa ng mali, Okay, ang gagawin is that uh, dudukutin yung mata ng commoner. Okay, so medyo hindi, hindi siya, ano, hindi siya parang, you know, hindi nakapabor sa mga may hirap yung flow na ito. So that's why there are also, of course, uh, inequality. So hindi siya, hindi siya talaga, you know, pantay-pantay ang treatment sa mga tao. So in this case, we, we could say that this law has at least 282 case laws. And this is where the writer of the book of Leviticus, Exodus, and Deuteronomy, who is Moses, got this uh, law. And this is uh, the number 189th law, which is if a man put out the eye of another man, his eye shall be put out. That is where the word an eye for an eye was taken. And this is uh, what they call also as lex talionis, the law of retaliation. This is taken from the Hammurabi Code of Laws. And the 200th law is if a man knock out the teeth of his equal, his teeth shall be knocked out also. And that's a tooth for a tooth. And the book of uh, Leviticus, they took this and the writer of the book of Leviticus, who is Moses, uh, got this and dun sinurat niya, sinama niya ito no, sa kanyang writings. That's why in the book of Leviticus, you can see this. Leviticus chapter 24, 19-20, which says, If anyone injures his neighbor as he has done it, shall be done to him. 
fracture for fracture, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, whatever injury he has given, a person shall be given to him. It is also reflected in the book of Exodus and at the same time book of Deuteronomy as well. So at least mga tatlong, ano, tatlong book ni Moses naka-reflect itong uh, eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And the point here is that the Pharisees, itong mga Pariseo, they misunderstood uh, the law. Kumbaga, mali ang pagkaka-interpret nila sa law na ito na sinasabi nila na, oh, you can take revenge or you can now put the law into your own hands. So, ang ginawa ng mga, ng mga Pharisees and Sadducees is that they try to misrepresent the law. And that's why uh, ang ginawa nila is that they did not uh, really uh, quoted everything but they misinterpreted it and hindi nila pinansin yung ibang mga batas. But however, in the book of Leviticus 19.18, they did not really uh, quoted this as well. Hindi nila kinuha ito. Pero nakalagay naman rito is that you shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. They did not really expound it on the law and they did not really explain it totally, but they just chose whatever that they wanted and misinterpreted the law. Kaya nga si Jesus came into the picture and tried to redefine it in the eyes of the Pharisees and even the people and saying, hindi, hindi ganito ang law. Okay? This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm telling you. And that's why Jesus Christ is telling them right now. It has been said, but now I tell you. Kinokorek niya sila. Now, this kind of uh, practice as well, going into the law, is that it is it's also happening in the Corinthian church. Kasi nakaka, nakakalungkot kapag halimbawang ang mga nagdadalo at ang nag-aaway-away at ang nagdedemandahan ay mga Kristiyano. May alam ba kayong ganun na mga Kristiyano mismo pumupunta sila sa korte at magkakapatid sa Panginoon, tapos biglang sila yung nagde-demandahan. Yan ang mga nakakalungkot. Like for example, what happened to the Corinthian church, sabi dito in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1, in the Good News Bible, if any of you have a dispute with, with another Christian, sabi ni Paul, Paul is trying to, of course, correct the Corinthian church and trying to also even, I would say, reprimand them and telling them, how dare you go before heathen judges instead of letting God's people settle the matter? How dare you go to the unbelievers? How dare you go to those people who are not followers of Christ tapos ipapangalandakan niyo yung inyong pagtatalo? Kung baga, kulang na sabihin ni Paul, nakakahiya kayo. Nakakahiya yung ginagawa niyo. Magkakapatid kayo sa Panginoon, pareho kayo ng pananaparataya, tapos biglang ang mag-arbiter sa inyo eh hindi Kristiyano. Dapat sinetal niyo na yan dito pa lang sa church. Dapat sinetal niyo yan dun pa lang sa kung saan kayo. Uh, I mean, where you are a part of. And that's why Paul also said, shame on you. Surely there is at least one wise person. Merong isang pwede mag-counsel sa inyo. Somebody who could actually step in and help you. So that, you know, you could also uh, be restored. In your fellowship, who can settle a dispute between fellow Christians? Instead, one Christian goes to court against another and lets unbelievers judge the case. Now, this is not, of course, to say that you cannot go to the, to the legal Pwede naman yun kasi dahil that's, that's really part of our law. But however, sinasabi lang ni Paul na kung kaya naman malagpasan, bakit hindi natin gawin yun? That's what Paul is saying to the Corinthian church. That is why in the next passage, sabi niya rito, the very fact that you have legal disputes among yourselves shows that you have failed completely. Would it not be better for you to be wrong? Hindi ba pwedeng, kumbaga, okay lang na magkamali yung tao sa'yo o kaya hindi siya makabayad ng utang niya sa'yo Tapos, basta importante, restored kayong dalawa. Pwede ba yon? Parang yun ang sinasabi ni Paul. Hindi ba pwedeng, uh, oo nga, na, na-insulto ka niya, nasaktan ng ego mo. Pwede bang uh, wag mo na siyang i-demanda ng libel? 
dahil sa ginawa niya sa'yo. Para mapag-usapan niyo lang at palagpasin na natin to. Kasi ang pinaka-importante yung restoration pa rin. And that's what Paul is after. Would it not be better for you to be robbed? Okay? Oo, alam natin na ninakawang ka. Pero kung alimbawang yung nagnakaw nun ay kristyano rin, na nagsasabing kristyano siya, tapos na huli mo at ididimanda mo ngayon sa harapan mismo ng mga unbeliever, tapos nalaman pa na you know, pareho kayo manlamparataya. So sinasabi ni Paul, nakakatawa kayo. Okay? Kung baga parang nakakahayarin kayo sa harapan ng mga tao. So that's why this is really realistic. And I believe that we know, we know of some people who are like this. Partner kayo sa business, tapos biglang ang ganda ganang usapan sa una, and eventually, along the line, something happened na, you know, kumala siya to the point na hindi ka na niya binayaran hanggang sa nagkabaon-baon sa utang yung business niyan. And so, what are you going to do? Are you going to talk about it? Settle these things among yourself? You know, uh, ask for a counsel or an advice? Or go to the court and, you know, take legal action? And then let the people know na magka-church kami. Ito, nagtatalo kami dalawa. At I hope that you do something about it. That is why, speaking about this, you know, we have to check our hearts. Is it really retaliating? Are we really revenging because of what, I mean, of what this person did to us? Or is it really about the money? So again, you have to really ask the Lord and say, Lord, uh, why am I doing this? Bakit ko ba ginagawa to? Why am I after, you know, this person? Dahil ba nasaktan ang ego ko? Dahil ba nasaktan ang pride ko? Dahil ba sa meron siya natapakan sa akin? May napindot siya. Okay, in other words, he was able to push a button in me. All of a sudden, bigla akong kumawala. And that's why, again, speaking about this uh, kind of revenge or retaliation, the Apostle uh, Paul also even admonished us in Romans 12, 16, live in harmony with one another. Dapat we have to live in harmony. Ang sarap kasi ng wala kang kaaway, ang sarap ng wala kang, walang may galit sa'yo. Okay, di ba? Sino rito yung ayaw mo nang meron kang kaaway? Di ba? Ayaw mo nang meron kang kaaway? Iba, gusto niyo makaaway? Okay, hindi, hindi, hindi. Siguro nahuli ka na ng pagtaas ng kamay. Okay? So, kumbaga, ayaw mo nang merong may galit sa'yo, ayaw mo nang parang yung iba, uh, inis na inis sa'yo, pero gusto mo, you, you wanted to live in peace and in harmony with everyone, na nakakangiti ka sa mga taong nasa paligid mo, at hindi umiiwas sa'yo, at hindi mo rin sila iniiwasan. That's why it says, live in harmony with one another. And in Romans 12, 17 to 18, it says, repay no one evil for evil. Wag mo silang bayaran ng kasamaan. Don't get even with them by doing also, you know, evil stuff or evil things against them. Akala mo ha, ikaw na makakagawa niyan. Akala mo ha, gaganti ako sa'yo. May sasabihin ako kay boss, okay, para hindi ka ma-promote. Akala mo ha. Okay. So, ngayon, nag-iisip ka na ngayon. And that is already revenge and retaliation. Now, you have to also again go back and check again your heart. Bakit mo ginagawa ito? So again, if you are into revenge and into retaliation, that is not right. Because the Lord does not want us to retaliate or revenge. Now, I would like to explain that further. Sabi nga niya rito ni Paul, if possible, so far as it depends on you, verse 18, live peaceably with all. If possible. Kung posible lang naman, live peaceably with all. Kung baga, pwede kang uh, mabuhay na may kapayapaan sa lahat ng kasama mo sa loob ng bahay, sa iyong opisina, sa iyong trabaho, sa iyong eskwelahan, dapat meron kang kapayapaan na mamuhay sa piling ng mga taong yon, kung sino man yung kasama mo. Lalong-lalo na kung yung taong yun ay asawa mo. Okay? So, hirap kapag halimbawa ano, eh, no? uh, walang peace, tapos asawa mo siya, araw-araw mo nakikita yan. Kapag ka ganyan, check again your heart. Am I really 
into retaliation or revenge. Because the word avenge here, sabi dito, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Romans 12.19 Pero wag mo namang ikukote ito sa kanya. Alam mo sabi ng Romans 12.19 kasi, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Bahala ng Panginoon sa'yo. Okay? Wag mo na ano, kapag hindi siya makabayad ng utang sa'yo, hindi kita sisingilin ngayon. Pero bahala na ang Panginoon sumingil sa'yo, ay baka, baka magbayad siya na maaga. Okay? So, kapag, so wag mo naman sasabihin yan. Okay? So, ang point ko lang is that, do not avenge. Because the word avenge here simply means vindicate, retaliate, or punish. Because you are into punishing a person, do not punish that person. Do not vindicate. Because we have a God who will take vengeance. Kasi kita naman ni Lord ang lahat eh. Merong way yon. Kaya wag kang mag-alala. In other words, leave everything to the Lord. But the prayer is that, ang prayer pa rin is, Lord, I will not retaliate, I will not avenge, I will not even revenge, but I would like you to step in. And if you need to, of course, do something with the person so that eventually he, he will be open at uh, para, para makakilala siya sa inyo, then you step in. And pabayaan mo na si Lord na gumalaw. Pero wag mo yung tuturuan si Lord kung paano yung gagawin. Okay? Wag mo sabihin, Lord, uh, uh, kayo na pong bahala sa kanya sa masagasaan sa aning tao. Okay? So kayo na bahala, Lord, na mag-prepare ng mga sasakyan para ano. Wag mo tuturuan si Lord. Pabayaan mo si Lord na gumalaw. Okay? Basta ang, ang puso mo is that that person will come to know Jesus Christ. Be mature. Kasi baka mamaya, you're dealing with a Christian and that person has a character that is not really, I mean, nice. Tapos you were offended by, by his character then you lift up that person to the Lord and say, Lord, it is my prayer that that person will be mature in his faith, that he will know how to respond. So, ikaw kasi, marunong ka mag-respond eh. You know how to respond. That's why your prayer is that, Lord, I pray that you will be mature in his faith and at the same time, will really be deep in his relationship with you. That should be your prayer for the believers. But for the, for the non-believers, ang prayer mo, so that they will come to know you as Lord and Savior. Speaking about those kinds of prayer, Ano kaya ang gagawin mo kapag alimbawa mayroong bumuhos ng pintura sa sakyan mo? Nakapark na ganyan, malamang paralagay ko sa lahat siguro ng ano, wala na siguro na tirang dugo rito, lahat ng dugo mo nandito na. Talagang kita mo nag-fountain na yung dugo mo, no? So sobrang inis mo at kapag alimbawa ginato, ginawa ito. Ano kaya ang magiging step mo kapag alimbawa nakita mo na ito yung ginawa sa sakyan mo? O kaya yung mga tipong nakapark ka na hindi maganda, biglang you know, nilagyan ng, ano, ng mahabang-mahabang line, nag-drawing ng line, kaya ang gamit ay coin. So, what will you do when that happens? At lalong, kapag halimbawa kasi, ang parada na sa sakin mo, most probably, nasa harapan ng kapitbahay mo. So, again, when I learned about this also, sab- na- nakita ko rin pala sa, ano, sa law, kapag halimbawa nakaparada pala sa harapan yung sa sakin mo, of course, that's not right, no? kapag pinarada mo sa harapan ng isang uh, mismong uh, garahe ng isang bahay. But, if you will also even park your car sa mismong kanto ng kanyang uh, garage, tapos hindi ka nagbigay ng allowance para pag lumabas ng sasakin niya, eh, baka mamaya mahagip yung sasakin mo, then there is a distance wherein you should park your car. At, at least, uh, if I'm not mistaken, mga 2 to 3 meters away from the uh, garage. If that is the law, hindi mo naiisipin actually kung totoo siya. Because the mere fact that you are, let's say, parking your car uh, near the, the garage of your neighbor, iisipin mo na agad. You are thinking of that person na pagka pinarada ko ba yung sasakyan ko rito, uh, baka mamaya tamaan. Pag tinamaan ng sasakyan ko, I'm sure na hindi niya kasalanan. Kasalanan ko kasi masyado akong malapit sa mismong front door na kanyang garage. So therefore, you are going to think already, you are thinking of, of course, of that person, not of yourself. 
Kaya nga, whenever we do things, we have to think first of another person. Tama ba ito? Kapag halimbawa ginawa ko to, would it be really uh, beneficial for him? Kapag halimbawa ginawa ko to, Or baka mamaya, ang inisip lang natin, yung sarili natin. Kasi ang tendency ng tao talaga is to be selfish. Ang kinikater lang ng tao talaga ay ang sarili niya. Kaya ngayon yung tinatawag na triunity of, of selfishness. Me, myself, and I. Yung me, myself, and I na yan, yan talagang ano eh, kalaban ng humility. And you have to also understand that the person will always have to cater to himself first before he thinks of other people. And uh, again, speaking about that, let's go back to check ourselves. Kung talagang as in, you, we are really thinking of the person or thinking about ourselves. Now, uh, Dr. Louis A. A. Barbieri Jr. Uh, ha- has something to say about this. Sabi niya, this law, yung law na to, which is an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, was given to protect the innocent and to make sure retaliation did not occur beyond the offense. Because there is a law, ang law na to is are for the in- innocent. Talagang for the innocent lang. Because we don't want the law to be in the hands of the people. If uh, something is done to you, you might use or do something that is out of revenge. So let's leave everything in the hands of the law so that bahala na authorities are on. And sabi niya rito, um, Jesus pointed out, however, that while the rights of the innocent were protected by the law, the righteous, tayo yon, yung mga righteous, yung mga believers, the righteous or the believers need not necessarily claim the rights. A righteous man would be characterized by humility and, selfish, and selflessness. In other words, meron nga batas, oo. Pwede naman tayo mag-avail ng batas, walang problema yon. If somebody offended you, may nag-post sa Facebook, at may kinalat siya sa Facebook, at tinamaan ka, at naisip mo, mali ito ah. Libel tong ginawa niya. Ginawa pa niyang public sa lahat. Now, you can avail of the law, because meron tayong law against, of course, that very action. But however, you think again, okay, think again. Yes, meron tayong law, but if you want to reach out to this person and share the gospel to this person, so your next, of course, move would be talk to the person and be gracious to the person and pray for that person. Who knows, one day that person will come to the saving knowledge of Christ. This is really hard, no? Itong ikikwento ko sa inyo. Kasi dahil sa nangyari to sa isang mom, uh, which is the, yung daughter niya, hindi lang pinasok ng magdanako yung bahay, kundi what happened to her daughter was nirape siya at pinatay pa siya. Now, that's what happened. Now, the next, of course, move would be to revenge or to retaliate kasi nahuli yung mismong nanrape sa daughter niya. But however, of course, she needs to apply the law pero hindi lang yung batas ang pinabayaan niya na mag-educate sa uh, rapist but what she did was to go out of his own way as well and reach out to the person and share the gospel to the person until eventually that person became a believer, not just a believer, but also a pastor. Now, that is really hard. That is grace. Grace ng Panginoon yon. Kasi, imagine mo, that person did something to her daughter and even killed her daughter, but and yet she managed to step out of his self-egocentric uh, pride and at the same time, yung hurt niya, emotion niya, tapos biglang ginawa niya, nag-minister pa siya sa tao. I mean, you can really see the grace of the Lord working in, the, in that person's life. Mahirap. Pero however, a righteous man would be characterized by humility and selflessness. Because after all, what's really important is that for that person to come to know Jesus Christ. Again, let, what I'm saying is that let's leave everything in the hands of the law and not put things in our own hands. 
because and trust that the Lord will be the one to move, of course, in the life of that person. And we're talking about humility and selflessness. Let me just move on to my next point. The spiritual benefits of not retaliating is also that you are molded in Christ's humility. You are being molded in Christ's humility. What do we mean by this? But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. Now, let me mention first this you know, first sentence before I move on to the second because this is connected to the first one. Do not resist the one who is evil because since we have a law, then ibig sabihin nun, hindi lang yung parang ang gagawin mo, is, you are like a doormat na parang tatapak-tapakan ka lang. Hindi yun. That's not what I'm saying. There is this guy na pinasok ng magnanakaw yung bahay nila and ang ginawa niya sa magnanakaw, kinausap niya yung magnanakaw. Eventually, to the point that uh, naging magkaibigan sila at pinakain niya yung magnanakaw. Pero, at the same time, tinawagan rin niya polis para, you know, to pick up the guy. So, in other words, don't just stand there and not do something. Do also, you know, do something as well. So that you, you are also, of course, telling that person that we have a law that will also deal with this. But what he did was to minister first, of course, to that person. Do not resist the one who is evil. Bisibihan, huwag kang tatayo lang doon at, you know, ang gawin mo, pababayaan mo na lang siya na gawin yun sa'yo. Especially if what is involved is your life already, physical life. Now, according to Dr. Gill, his uh, Bible commentator, sabi niya, not but that a man may lawfully defend himself and endeavor to secure himself from injuries and may appear to the civil magistrate to redress our grievances. In other words, you can appeal to the magistrate. You can appeal to the government. But he is not to make use of private revenge. Wag ka lang, mag, ano, wag ka lang gagawa ng private revenge. Wag ka lang mag-retaliate personally because ang lalabas sa atin nun, para tayong vigilante okay, pagdating sa area na yun. As if a man should pluck out one of his eye, he must not in revenge pluck out one of his. Or should he strike out one of his teeth, he must not use him in the same manner. But patiently bear the affront or seek for satisfaction in another way. In other words, kumuha ka ng iba pa na, mga ma- na, na ways in order for you to not appeal to your revenge or personal revenge. Meron pang ibang paraan. And that is of course to go to the law sa batas natin. This is again, you know, a clear uh, picture that we should not place the law in our own, own hands. Now, let me move to my, to my second. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Okay, sinulitin na, huwag na itataas yung kamay. Hindi ba nasampal na? Ang sakit nung pag nasampal ka. Dahil kapag sinampal ka, insulto yun. Sa mga Hudyo, kapag halimbang sinampal ka, ang sampal kasi is that they, they use their right hand and ang target nila, yung right cheek. And ang pagsampal nila, yung back ng hand. Mas, ma, mas ma-insulto ang pagka yung back ng hand mo, ang pinangsampal mo, kesa yung front ng hand, yung palm. Okay? And sa mga pelikula, ganun lang. Okay? Sa, sa mga pelikula. Pero sa mga, sa mga hudyo, pagka back ng palm, pinangsampal mo, directed to the right cheek, that is already an insult. Mas pipiliin pa nila na magpalatigo kesa sampalin sila at the, at the back palm ng hand nila. Now, point is that, sabi ni Jesus, turn to him the other also. In other words, you have to turn your left cheek to the other person as well. Now, hindi ito literal na parang magpapasampal ka sa kanya. Sampalin mo na, oh, sampalin mo pa ako, sampalin mo na. Sige, sampalin mo na ako lahat. Okay, hindi ganon. Okay, hindi yun ang punto noon. This is only a figure of speech as well. Of course, for, those, for, for the believers, na this talks about our, our, our humility. The most important thing is, of course, the humility in us. Because ang tinitira rito yung, yung, ano mo eh, yung pride, yung dignity, or yung worth mo. Kasi tayo, may mga kanya-kanya tayong mga worth. Especially kapag halimbawang 
you are probably born in a wealthy family. Tapos pagkalimbawang yun, know, ang pamilya mo ay may pangalan sa asusudad na ito. Then to the point that yung know, kapag kalimbawang tinirang ego mo, sasabi mo hindi mo makilala yung kausap mo. O kaya kapag kalimbawang, you know, ikaw ay may position, hindi mo ba alam kung, you know, and sometimes, you know, ang treatment sa'yo sa loob ng office is ganun-ganun lang. Tapos samantalang, whenever other people treat you right now, is para kang isang ordinaryong tao. And sometimes, you know, ang natitira yung pride mo or yung ego mo. So you have to, again, go back to understand what humility is all about. Because in Mark 14.65, it says here, Jesus Christ also have gone through this. Now, re- remember, Jesus Christ is God who came down here as in, in humanity's form. And some began to spit on him, spit on Jesus, and to cover his face, and to strike him, saying to him, prophesy. And the, guard, and the guards received him with blows. Now, this is, of course, what happened to Jesus Christ during the sacrifice. Now, what, what will happen to us kapag tayo kaya ito? Malamang talagang meron tayong ginawa, okay? Because of, you know, what happened to, I mean, because of what happened to us. In Philippians chapter 2, 3 to 4, it says here also, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, Count others more significant or more better than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, wag lang yung interest mo, but also to the interest of others. Now, I'm not justifying yung mga pagdadrive ng parang crazy. Okay, I'm not justifying that, yung driving like crazy. But there are people who actually drives like crazy to the point that they wanted to cut somebody else's car. Lalo kapag halimbawa, you know, nagmamadali ka. Now, since hindi mo sila kayang kontrolin, what you can only do is that you need to only understand why that guy is really cutting, you know, a lot of cars. It's because probably, ito probably, thinking that, you know, probably merong isang emergency na kailangan niyang gawin sa bahay. Kaya niya nagawa yun. Now, I'm not justifying again, you know, driving crazy. But this is one way only to guard ourselves para magalit sa tao at mag-revenge. Para habulin natin yung tao hanggang bagyo at ikatuin natin siya. Let's not do that. But however, let's always think, bakit kaya siya mainit ngayon? Bakit kaya mainit ang ulo niya? Bakit kaya galit ang taong ito? Not because gusto natin gumanti sa kanya at tayo mag-iwainit rin. But we have to understand, siguro may nangyari sa kanya, you have to always go and understand that person and say, uh, may dinadaan ito siguro sa kanyang buhay. Pero wag mo na sasabihin sa kanya, may dinadaan ng kano. Okay? Wag mo na sabihin yun. It's only you and you have to learn to understand that. That's why in being found in human form, what Jesus Christ um, did is He humbled Himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Remember Joseph, Joseph was also, you know, bounded and at the same time was uh, sold to the Egypt- Egyptian trader. Binenta siya ng mga kapatid niya. Ano kaya kung tayo yun? Binenta rin tayo ng mga tayo na yun. Malamang baka galit na galit rin tayo. Pero however, for him, this is what happened. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, Genesis 50.15, they said, It may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil that we did to him. Malamang ipapatay tayo ni Joseph nito. Ihanda natin sarili natin. But what, hap- what, ha- what happened is that but Joseph said to them in verse 19 to 21, Do not fear for am I in the place of God? Nasa lugar ba ako ng Diyos para saktan kayo? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Ano pang gagawin niya? Alam gagawin niya? Sabi niya rito, So do not fear, I will provide for you and your little ones, yung mga anak niyo, akong bahala. Kahit na ito yung ginawa niyo sa akin, okay lang. No problem. Alam ko may plano ang Panginoon. That is why there is a purpose, there's a, there's a reason why you are going through those things. Huwag mo isipin palagi na, you know, ginawang ka ng masama, gantihan mo agad siya kasi merong, merong ginagawa ang Panginoon sa atin and the Lord is really molding our character and molding us so that we can, we can reflect Christ all the more in our life. Isipin mo palagi yun. 
Kaya pagkaling pa nagtatalo kayo o kaya nag, you know, merong nagtaas ang boses sa inyo, huwag mo siyang gagantihan na mataas ang boses mo. Malamang hindi kayo magkarinigan nun. But you have to always go back, Lord, thank you. Salamat dito sa taong ito kasi minumold yung patience ko at yung character ko. Kaya parang sabi mo, come on, sigawan pa ako, sigawan mo pa ako. Okay? Parang gano'n, no? parang sa ano, namumold yung character mo. Ang hirap na, ano? parang gusto mong gumante. Pero, you know, pagka hindi tayo nakagraduate dyan, malamang nandiyan tayo palagi araw-araw. Kaya dapat lumagpas na tayo, we overcome that. Para iba na naman. Okay? Iba na naman yung ating pag, uh, yung pagdadaanan. You are encouraged as well. Number three is that the spiritual benefits of not retaliating is you are encouraged to do good to others. Gantihan mo ng kabutihan. Ito yon. If anyone would, you, would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. Ibig sabihin, ibigay mo na lahat. Kasi ang tunic po, ito, ito, yung, ito yung tunic niya, ito yung cloak, yung panlabas. Kaya kapag kinuha niya yung uh, tunic, ibigay mo na rin yung cloak. Pero wag mo naman sasabihin, sa'yo na. Yan, isalpak mo sa baga mo. Huwag yung ganun. Okay? It's okay, you can have everything. Kasi because ito lang yung pinaka-security nila noon. That's why Jesus Christ says, you know, do good. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Kasi mga sundalo noon, kapag they are, the civilians are, are forced to carry the, the backpack of the Roman soldiers in another mile. Eh, ayaw ng mga civilian yun eh. I mean, maghirap ka, pero hindi ako gagawa noon. Kaya sabi Jesus, gawin mo ng another extra mile. Kaya meron tayong mga, di ba, sa mga kampanya natin, do the extra mile. Yun ang sinasabi nila palagi. Too good to that person. Another is give to the one who begs from you. 542. And do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. Pagka halimbawa, hindi siya nakapagbayad ng utang sa'yo, wag, wag, don't take revenge by saying, hindi ka na makakautang sa'kin, bahala ka, magutom ka kung anong mangyari sa'yo. But however, it, it talks about generosity. I mean, you know, be generous. Kasi after all, si Lord naman marunong mag-bless eh. I mean, He knows how to bless us. Sinuriti na, na you, know, you, you have actually felt and experienced the blessing of the Lord in our lives. Diba? Si Lord naman merong, ano, merong way to bless us. Naalala ko tuloy yung our neighbor that during the time, no, matagal na, na, nung napunta po yung bola ng mga anak namin sa kanyang bubong, sa kanilang bubong, nung kinuha po ng wife ko yung, ano, yung bola, ano, nagahal talaga yung kapitbahay namin. Kung anong pinagsasabi sa miss ko, nireport ang miss ko sa akin yan. Alam mo ginawa ko, sabi ko, humanda yung kapitbahay natin yan. Sabi ko, bumili tayo ng cake. Ah, bumili kami ng cake at binigay namin sa kanya. At niregaluhan ni kami ng cake. At naging maganda ang aming pagsasama. Ganun lang naman yun eh. You have to do good to that person. Kaya pag alimba meron kang ginawa, meron ginawa na hindi maganda sa'yo, gantihan mo rin. Bila mo na Starbucks. Hindi ka rito. Kaibigan ka na Starbucks. Okay? Ganun lang yan. That's how to do it. Okay? Diba? Because ibang spirit kasi sa atin eh. Tandaan mo, you have the spirit of the Lord in you. Ibang spirito po nila. Okay, wag mo na sabihin ko ano spirito nila, pero ibang spirit po talagang meron sila kaya sa atin. Okay? Kaya nga iba, the way we react, the way we respond, we have to always be wise in that area. Mark 12.31 says, The second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than this. Ganun lang naman kasimple yun eh. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mahalin mo lang ang, 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 ang mga tao sa paligid mo and that simply speaks of your neighbor, whoever that neighbor is, that may be your uh, I mean, brother in the Lord or sister in the Lord or probably, you know, the people around you, love them. Ipakita mo yung kabutihan sa kanila and you will really see that, you know, the changes that will happen once you do that. Do not retaliate. Huwag kang gaganti. Huwag kang mag-revenge. Do not take things in your, into your own hands. And so, let me just land this. First Peter 2, 20-23 says, For what credit is it when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure. But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure. 
this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in His steps. Wala tayong ibang model but Jesus Christ Himself. He committed no sin. Neither was his seed found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten. But he continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. You need to understand that as a follower of the Lord, we always have to look at the Lord Jesus Christ and say, Lord, hindi ko po kaya ito. Tulungan niyo po ako. Hindi ko kayang magpatawad, hindi ko kayang uh, hindi magalit sa kanya, pero Lord, tulungan niyo po ako. Kasi the best way really to do is that to respond in a different spirit. And I'm sure that the Lord will grant you the grace to do that. That is why a follower of Christ must have no room for retaliation or revenge when wrong. Instead, he must exercise humility and do good to those who wrong him. And once we do this, then, you know, those people will really be surprised and amazed. You know what? Gusto ko rin makilala ang Diyos mo. Hindi ko alam pa paano ka nag-respond sa ginawa kong mali. Pero, there's something in you that is pretty much different from what I did. And that will be one way for them to come to know Christ and for you to be able to minister to them as well. Tandaan nyo, ang mundo po na ito, na kung saan tayo nabubuhay, this is a dying world. And this is a hurt. I mean, they are full of hurt. They are full of offense. And they need people like us to be able to minister to them. Hindi nyo lang po alam kung ano yung dinadaan ng mga taong ito nang wala kay Kristo. Kayo po, nakay Kristo po kayo. At alam ko na intindihan po niyo yung mga dinadaan nila. Can we all stand up right now and let's pray to the Lord. Bow to your head for a moment and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. If you are asking for prayer and saying, Pastor, can you pray for me that I will respond right in the midst of people who sometimes are offending me. That I may respond right whenever people did something wrong and that you will also learn to forgive and that there will always be a spirit of forgiveness and that you will remove any grudge any spirit of retaliation anything in you if that is your prayer right now without looking around just raise up your hand and let me pray for you I believe that you need this prayer Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, step in, Lord, in the heart of this person right now who is raising his hand in her hand. I believe, Lord, that you are going to do something miraculous in his life. And I pray and ask that even as you mold and even transform the heart of this person, I pray, God, that people will see Jesus Christ in them. Lord, I pray that they will not respond in a negative spirit, but they will respond in a, in a spirit that is godly, a spirit, Lord, that reflects Christ. And thank you so much, Lord, for you being our model will always help us and guide us in the things that we need to do. Lord, I pray that you will remove, Lord, any false burden in them. Remove, Lord, that spirit of grudge. Remove, Lord, even that uh, spirit of, uh, that retaliating spirit, Lord, and even that kind of spirit that will always uh, avenge, Lord, because of, you know, the wrong thing that uh, other people did to them. But I pray, God, that they will always have the spirit of humility, Lord, continually, so that it will also not just reflect in their lives, but, Lord, it will also even trickle down to their family and to their, to their children as well. God, may their family be uh, a family that has the spirit of humility always, that they will always learn, Lord, to forgive, learn, Lord, to always uh, overcome evil with good, and at the same time, lo- learn to even overcome offense as well. 
thank you once more, Lord, for your grace and for your loving kindness. And truly, Lord, that uh, every day, Lord, is a day of transformation in you. Once more, the glory belongs to you. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Amen.